friends to Christ the King, a place of dread and suffering. Forged in terror and filled with fears, hopeless daydreams and desperate nightmares. Hear that, folks? That's the sound of the men working on a chain gang. Not exactly whistling while they work, are they? More like mumbling while they kick dirt. Still, bad boys make good roads. At least ways as many roads as the CTK Police Department could get taxpayers to contract them for back about 1920 and 1. So what if their incarcerated workforce weren't always guilty? Today's story begins just outside of town, where Christ the King's three-man chain gang is clearing their latest road to nowhere. Oh, I've been working on a dirt road. Uncle Marcus, don't sing that. What I supposed to sing, Titus? How about nothing? My stroker enjoys it too much. <laughs> Best join him, boy. He wants supper tonight. And hurry up with them branches so we can go on ahead cash in this here contract. Gonna throw us a police ball, you can cater. Gee, boss, you sure it's a good idea to talk to him like that? Newman, you pink-hearted greenhorn. These so-called men ain't nothing but draft animals. Talk to them like people might start thinking of them that way. That's right. Animals. Two gorillas and me. Mad Dog Maddox. First chance I get, I'ma tear their throats out. Mad Dog, you best heal, boy! These here fellas is our hardiest two beasts of burden. You see black, we see green. Psst, Uncle Marcus, today's the day. Hush now, Titus. Don't talk like that. Bull stroker, I gotta make yellow. Ah, damn it, deputy. You called that one more time, I'll cram you back up your mama where you belong. Now go take you a horse piss like a true man of the law. Yes, sir. Be right back, sir. Got me an idea. Ever see a man get bit by a rabbit dog? Ah, <laughs> oh, my hindquarters. You workhorses done yanked my chain. Stand up, mad dog. Ah, oh, I done broke my tailbone. Best be hurt, or you'll be more than playing dead. Careful, boss. I think he's a crying wolf. Shh. Let's see this old dog's new trick. All right, mad dog. Get your teeth out me, ankle fighter. I'ma put you out your misery. You are my misery. Well, well. Looks like I got me a new stick to play with. Please, don't shoot. Why, boss stroker? I believe you done lost your head for the last time. Now what have we here? A monkey and his uncle. I ain't no organ grinder, but I'd like to see you dance. No shells? Today's the day. Titus, no! 
die, you cuckoo ass Packerwood! Nephew, you just killed a man! A man? Hardly. Besides, it ain't nothing they haven't already given us credit for. Where are the keys? I, I guess on Boss Stroker. What's left of him. But I don't think we should... Sweet Pete, what in the name of baby Jesus is going on here? Deputy, we can explain. See... Best we hot-foot it. Come on, grab Mad Dog's body and go. Oof. Think he'd be lighter without no life in him. Oh, hold it right there. Come on, stop. I'm warning you. Keep running. Ain't nothing but a pea shooter. He hit you, that's just a sting of freedom. Yeah! What happened? Freedom just stung the cheek of my ass. This ain't over! Oh, good pudding, boss. What did they do to you? I'm gonna get it. Titus and Marcus ran deep into the woods, further and further, refusing to let the dead weight they were shouldering slow them down. Inevitably, though, their nerves gave way to exhaustion. It was well into the night. No more! We can't stop now. You need another shot in the behind? We've been hightailing it all day. Have mercy on an old man. Guess this is as safe a place as there is. Us being chained to the individual we murdered. Shouldn't have done this. What'll happen to us now? Quit belly aching and help me find a rock big enough to smash these chains. Carrying the white man's weight is heavy enough as a metaphor. What's a metaphor? Ain't for much, apparently. Never looked at that book I gave you, did you? Too busy looking after you. Kiss my biscuit. Good looking out. Help me with this rock. Oh, this hurts my backside. Ready? Care careful now. You were saying something? Now help me do mine. Long last. Free of being chained to this pasty cake. After you got us in this mess, Never thought we'd see this day. It's night. So you finally admit it's your fault. You the one that noticed the body? Dead man, side of the road? Of course I noticed. Noticed the police came out of nowhere too. But you just had to talk to them instead of us running for our lives. How was I supposed to know it was a setup? I'd say the situation was black and white. That tongue gonna get you killed one day. We don't die of hunger first. So let's build a fire and catch us a critter. What we gonna catch in the middle of the night? Pneumonia at this rate. Now help me gather kindling. It's no use. I'm a tired old man. Running, working, starving, bleeding out my ass. I ain't gonna make it. Enough! At least you're doing better than this dead nutcracker. Hmm. What? Remember when I used to tell you about them Chinese railroad workers from when I was a boy? Who can forget? When they was building through Missouri, everybody knew. Don't let your dog loose round no Chinamen. Chinese delicacy. What you trying to say? Nothing. Just thinking out loud. Well, you sure ain't thinking straight. Tell you what. Sit down and get some rest while I take care of everything else, alright? We're gonna get through this. I can't sit on this broken caboose. Then lie in the dirt. And I'm gonna cauterize that wound. Do what now? Burn your wound so you don't die. 
maybe burn those wrong ideas out of your head too. Damn. Now we're two good sticks. So as I'm not the only one getting rubbed the wrong way. So starved I can barely see straight. If Titus don't catch no critter, I ain't got no choice. When she goes off to sleep. <laughs> And so Marcus waited until Titus fell into a fitful sleep. He sneaked over to the body of Mad Dog, but without the proper tools to cut through flesh, Marcus saw no choice but to smash the lunatic's skull against the rock they'd used to break their chains. Mad Dog's brain spilled out of his fool head and Marcus snatched it up. He threw it in the dying embers of the fire, but had not the patience to wait until it was fully done. Greedily, he devoured the lightly brown gray matter. He could not deny it was the softest, tenderest meat he'd eaten in his whole life. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> uh, if you were wondering what young Deputy Newman had been up to in the meanwhile, He'd hoofed it back to the CTK police headquarters, making yellow the entire way. Yes, a manhunt was quickly thrown together, but never you mind them just yet. The next morning found Titus and Marcus forging ever so merrily on their way. I can't can't go no further. I'm too weak. Best we keep going like you said. Sure seems like you have a lot of energy. <laughs> you know old Uncle Marcus. Always been a morning man. Then mourn our prospects. Ain't a lot of places for us to go. Even the states that want to be in the Union ain't gonna look kindly on two old-faced slain runaways. Instead of worrying about what they gonna do to us, let's make them worry about what we gonna do to them. Reckon it's time we take what we want. Uh, Uncle Marcus, you feeling all right? You don't agree? No, I, I I just never heard you talk like that. Then start listening, and look on ahead. See that? I'll be... Looks like these woods start clearing out. That's right, open plains. Now squint them beady eyes, boy. See if you don't see nothing else. Yeah, uh, s- some kind of machinery. What in tarnation? Exactly, my boy. The tar nation. That there's an oil drill. And this here is Osage country. Come on, got me an idea. Remember when we helped out them cattlemen last year? Working for some four-eyed Texan? They said he was beat red with envy on account of the Osage engines, signed a land contract with the government, then struck oil on it. Why, they richer than the Rockefellers. If they drilling so much, how come ain't nobody here? Because our fortune is due for turning around. See them barrels there? Called black gold for a reason. What you saying? saying we roll one of them barrels out of here and sell it first time we come to money we get start our own ranch make them cowpokes ride for us bully idea but it ain't never gonna happen and it ain't right to steal especially from the red man wait don't go over there mind your place boy i'm your elder it's not that the the ground around the barrels looks like a trap my keister! My bloody keister! Uncle, you okay? Hell no! This barrel done fell on my badass cheek! 
Help me out already! Afraid I can't do that right now. Why in the name of two saint lover chore not? Because you are trespassing on our land. Who's that now? Guessing it's one of them Osage Indians. You are correct. This makes you my captives. Hell I am. Help me out or I'll whip your red behind crimson. Bold words from an unarmed man. Perhaps you do not understand the situation you're in. You don't understand the situation you're in. Count me in, fellas. Me neither. While Marcus was busy making a first impression on their captor, a two-man police mob made up of Deputy Newman and Officer Tubbs Grasso was busy reheating a coal trail. Whoa there, doggy! Quit pulling so dang hard! You wanted to hold the bloodhound, Junior. No one said it was gonna be duck soup. You think this is the right way? The blood ran out a long time ago. We sure are deep out here. Call this deep? Should see the trouble I'm in with my wife. Third time this week I'm missing dinner. Cause of police business. This time there's actually a case. Gee, I'm sorry, Mr. Officer Grasso. Ain't just that. Patty's got a special dinner planned tomorrow night for our 20th anniversary. Same as the first meal we had together. Pate and field beans. Even seized us a bottle of wine off a bootlegger. Labeled uh, Canada tea. Oh, the hound is going naters. Jeepies, my peepies. My God, it's Mad Dog, all right. His skull's bashed in. Damnation deputies, I tell you. Toss my cookies away from the crime scene. Sorry, sir. Don't get it. He was dead when you last saw him, weren't he? Sure weren't moving much. Oh, God. I thought it was empty. Damn it all, Newman. Your red-faced, yellow-bellied greenhorn. Gonna need a stronger stomach for what comes next. Ever eat dinner at a Chinaman's house? <laughs> I can't say I have, sir. Well, let's just say wouldn't want to bring that hound with you. I don't get it. Afraid you will soon enough. Boss Stroker, you some bitch. Should never have let you in the field with just an up-chuckin' pants-missing rookie. Talking about you, deputy. Yes, sir. Lord, hear my prayer. In the name of my badge and my marriage, I'm bringing in them Cracker Jack and Brain Feeders if it's the last thing I do. Yeehaw! And amen! As Grasso finished his impromptu oath of vengeance, Titus and Marcus were awaiting a meeting with the local chief after a scenic gunpoint march into Nyukomska, the Osage Nation. This outpost weren't no John Ford Mesotipes, neither. Rich as they'd become, the Osage were on the forefront of frontier urban development. In fact, old Chief Greencorn loved nothing more than showing off his brand spanking Model T Ford, leastways to his friends, something which Titus and Marcus most certainly were not. You, who are no friends of the Wazazi, what were you doing on our oil fields? Uh, it, it was like this, you see, my uncle and I, we were... Taking um, our dues, what? Your due? You heard me. All that crude and bubbly should belong to us. You'll have to explain. Look at you, big Mr. Red Man. Got your little reservation from the government. Found some oil. Now you think you're everything in a sack of russets. Tell me, what could that oil be to you anyway if the white man hadn't come up with all them uses for it? 
Oh, <laughs> uh, uh, uncle. Be aware, you are speaking with great nerve to a chief of the Wazazi. We are a proud race. What? Uh, Savages? I said it. You know how much black blood's been spilt on this land? So much it's leaking out and you're profiting off of it. We're here to collect what's ours. Want me to blow his head off, chief? No, that, that is, uh, we, we haven't eaten proper in a long time. He, he gets crazy when he's hungry. Tell, tell him, uncle. Hush, young one. John Redbear, as we've discussed, no more executions inside my house. Exo what now? But before we take them out back, I wish to better understand the origins of our not-so-fair friend. How came you to fall into one of our traps? They were built not for you, but for the thieving palefaces. Oh, now you calling me a saltine cracker, you grease-shilling Uncle Tom-Tom? Uncle Marcus! Hell's gotten into you. you. You're right. Been feeling off. Maybe it's something I ate. It's my understanding you have not eaten in some time. Mine too. <laughs> yeah, that, that's what I meant. Must be delirious. You'll have to excuse my disagreeable state, Mr. Chief. Sir, see, my boy Titus and me, we on the lam. For the killing of three white men. You do it? Of course not. Maybe one, but they're giving us extra credit. <laughs> it's true. In fact, maybe you could help us out. Little food, a place to sleep for a night or two, if it ain't, you know, too much to ask. John Redbear, what do you think? Once I load my rifle, I prefer to fire it. <laughs> then go shoot a buzzard. These two will be our guests. Uh, thank you, thank you. Hold your gratitude. He who plagues the white man is a friend to the Wazazi. You would not believe the traps we've had to set of late. We thank you anyway. Say, I, I don't know how to... Ask this, but uh, when's dinner? I'm afraid you must not eat before the ceremony. Ceremony? If you are to stay here, you must first undergo purification. Especially him. What we gotta do? Smoke a peace pipe? <laughs> You'll soon find out. Meanwhile, upon the edge of an oil field dreary. Bully job, deputy. You and the dog have detected the hell out of every way they didn't go. Process of elimination, yeah? Wait, she's pulling us somewhere. The edge of the woods. Here I thought it was the edge of my sanity. Looky, an oil field. Christ, how far are we gone? Don't you see? It makes perfect sense. This here's Wazazi land. That's what the Osage called themselves. I know because my friend Ernest is dating an Osage gal on account of his uncle's making them, on account of she's got big land rights. At the point, deputy. Oh, I bet our fugitives fled to Indian land in order to seek refuge. Plus, dogs seem awfully interested in that pit over there. Pit, you say? Looks like a sprung trap. <laughs> Gee, what's so funny? Deputy, you maroon. You just blew this case wide open. Time to finish this thing. May even make it home in time for dinner. And then came time for the purification ceremony. A magic cactus ritual down at the old Osage Peyote Church. Whether Titus and Marcus would be deemed worthy of asylum all came down to the local shaman they called the Little Old Man. Would his powers be enough to cleanse their souls? Our little old man is talking to the spirit of the cactus, whom our brothers and sisters from the desert have brought us. Soon this crisis ritual will begin. 
When he gives you the tea, drink. It will guide you to a new state of purity. Psst. Uncle. What's wrong? You nervous? Hmm? No, I was just thinking. We may finally have some peace in our lives after all this time. So stop shaking. It's making me nervous. I can't. Can't? What do you mean? It is time. Here, drink. Oh, wait. Smells like wet bark and manure. This supposed to clean us out? Not only will it cleanse your soul, it will warm you so you can stop your shivering. Yeah! Be better with some bourbon. Young man, your turn. <coughs> uh, uh, not bad. How long till the hocus pocus sets in? Empty your mind and accept the guidance of the cactus spirit. Magic nonsense. Only as real as you believe it to be. Uncle! This is our last chance. Shut it. Lord, I, I had enough. I, I swear. I'll, I'll, God help me. Something's taking hold. No, it can't be. Your uncle has eaten the flesh of a pale skin. There's an evil in him that cannot be purified. I knew it. Uncle, why? I'm a bite. No, let them go. He is possessed. He must be destroyed. No, you can't. We must. Uncle, what have you done? It was at this moment the two-man manhunt from Christ the King came marching into town. I can't say they expected who they were looking for to come right for them. Golly gumdrops, the dog is going screwy Louie! Hey, is that... Cheesy Louisey! Uncle, stop! The, the police, they found us! Pale faces, shoot these outsiders! You hear that, officers? Do your duty and protect me from these ancient land squatters. Don't just stare, uphold the law. What in the hell? You hear me, piggy wiggies? Get these natives out the way so we can civilize this land. Too much oil on it for a people of their intellect. This one of them Sigman fraud psychologic tricks. He's scaring the dog. Best be scared of the complaints I'm making to City Hall and damned if I'm donating to the police ball this year. Hold it right there. Easter Sunday? Where'd you come from? How about you answer that first, paleface? We came for the fugitives. Killed three men and ate one. Suddenly it's a crime to put down a dog. John Rudbear, shoot him. Yes, Chief. No! I agree. It's my shot. Well, I never. Titus, go on. Put these uppity red and whites in their place. They're making me blue. Step in front of him and I shoot you too, nephew. In the name of the Wazazi. <laughs> Hell with that. In the name of my dinner. No! Ah! Got him. Straight through the head. That was me. You bastards! <laughs> ah! Good pudding. He ain't dead. Oh no, he's coming right for me. Ah! Spot my face. I'm making yellow. Uncle! Run before they reload! Stop! Possess one! Chief, he's coming right for you! You shall not- He's gliding my neck! Hold still! No! Don't shoot! He's getting away! He's foaming at the mouth! 
Oh, I feel dizzy. Shh. Relax. Deputy. Chief. You are injured. You must. Stop him. I'll lead the way. You? I think my uncle is dead, but I see someone else inside him. Now, whether you think psychedelics reveal great spiritual truths or are just a fun way to become a social liability, the truth was the peyote had just kicked in for our dear Titus. He'd seen a spirit living in his uncle's body. And so Titus, Grasso, and John Redbear formed an uneasy fellowship to hunt him down. Titus took the lead, even though technically he was in custody again. He just knew he couldn't let this end by their hands. Back to the oil fields, huh? This is where he went. How you know that? I, I just do. Jesus, about as useful as that bloodhound we left behind. Tell you the deal, little pup. Find this uncle of yours before sunset, or I put you down. How I know you're not going to shoot me once we find him. Promise we got plenty of road work left for you. <laughs> You're going to stand for this injustice, Mr. Red Bear? My only concern is the trouble you both represent for the Wazazi. Once we have achieved our common goal, you will leave our land. Staying out of it means you side with the white man. You know that? We took in you and yours. It only brought us misfortune. What debt do I owe you? Just curious how this pans out in favor of the people that made you rich. Maybe my uncle wasn't so wrong after all. Boy's got a lip on him, don't he? You know, this oil field's out of my jurisdiction, in case you decide you want to send this little runt to that farm in the sky. Enough. We're at the spot. Ain't no one here. This is where the Indian found us before. My uncle had fallen in that pit. A trap you set for white outlaws, wasn't it? That is correct. So? Ain't nothing in this hole but an overturned barrel. Look closer. All I see is a puddle of oil with my face staring back. Some bitch, you'll pay for this. Very sneaky, young one. Pull me out or I'll shoot you in the maze. There's my rifle. Uh, uh, damn it, it's all jammed up. Red man, shoot this lucky buck. Ah! Where'd you get that pea shooter, boy? Loose holster of a certain yellow belly deputy of yours. Great. Now my wife's gonna kill me, even deader. I wish you hadn't done that. Don't remember you having any love for these Billy Bumpkins. You killed one of their lawmen on our land. Now there will be more. Your chief would have approved. Not after what your uncle did. Guess this is it then. Go ahead. I ain't out drawing you. Hell, I'll count you down. Three, two... He's here! Goodbye, Mr. Red Bear. Damn. You. Stay back now. So, you really did come this way. Where were you going, huh? Back home? No, there ain't no home for us anymore. Don't care who's inside you. Hush now. I gotta put you out of your misery. Hear me, mad dog? 
already killed you once. Don't think I won't do it again. Dog gone. What'd that mean? Jerking my chain one last time. That it? Dog gone. Uncle! Get up! Hey! Forget it. This dinky little gun ain't gonna do nothing anyway. Not to you. Got a hole in your head so deep I can see your thoughts. What's more, I agree with them. For all we got now. Help me grab this body. I'm hungry. What happened next is anyone's guess. Chief Greencorn and Deputy Newman recovered from their bites shortly thereafter thanks to the healing talents of the little old man. They set out to find the missing search party, a reluctant bloodhound leading the way. All they found was a greased-up pig of a man that was very late to dinner with his wife. <clears throat> Chief Greencorn held a funeral ceremony in absentia for John Redbear. As for Grasso, the chief just had that pit filled in and proclaimed the oil field a cursed burial ground. He then gave Deputy Newman a ride all the way back to Christ the King in his Model T Ford, on account both vowed never to enter those woods again. They feared walking straight into another desperate nightmare. You have been listening to Desperate Nightmares from Christ the King, Missouri. Episode Dog Meat. Dramatized by Reeves Elliott and featuring the Christ the King players. Dante Jean Felix as Titus. Emerson Gordon as Marcus. T. LeClaire as John Redbear, Chief Greencorn, and Mad Dog Mannix. George Harrington Butts as Officer Grasso and Boss Stroker. Jason Zwick as Deputy Newman. And as always, Willard Fresco as himself. Recorded at Christ the King Studios in Brooklyn, New York. Narration recorded by Willard Fresco in the basement of Christ the King's Second Methodist Church, Christ the King, Missouri. Edited by Jack Healy and mastered by Travis the Young. Closing theme by Arrington to Dioniso. Opening theme by Arrington to Dioniso and Willard Fresco. Additional music by Kevin McLeod. Sound effects from freesound.org and the YouTube audio library. Desperate Nightmares from Christ the King, Missouri, brought to you by executive producer Willard Fresco and co-producers Reeves Elliott and Jack Healy. Copyright 2017. All rights reserved. Please rate and review on iTunes or whichever platform you use to listen to the show. And if you can, please support us on our Patreon page. Every little bit helps to keep Willard and the Nightmares alive. <laughs>